Hello and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. We exist to see lives transformed through Jesus and are located in the heart of Surrey, BC, Canada. To find out more, visit us at horizonchurch.ca. We hope this message blesses and inspires you. It's, it's been this incredible time over these last number of weeks, hasn't it? A time filled with lots of obstacles uh, to what our normal life was just in a very short time, uh, brought to a halt, brought to a close. Uh, but it's also been, as we've tried to say again and again, not just obstacles, but opportunities in the middle of it. We've had uh, Jesus probably in all of us searching us out a little deeper. We've been finding more about ourselves. Some things that we found what we're stronger in, some things that we found we're weaker in, uh, areas in our lives, in our relationships that, that have been challenged in all of this obstacles, but it's also brought opportunity. Um, because I want you to begin to think that uh, like every season in the natural, every season has something unique to it, something unique to offer in it, something unique to experience in it. In the natural, I love going into summer. I think we're going to have it eventually. Uh, but wherever you are, there's a season. And the spring, fall, winter, uh, if you're in Vancouver, there's two seasons, rain and less rain. If you're in other places, you might have four seasons. If you're in Africa, you have the rainy season and the dry season, perhaps wherever you are, there's seasons. And in, it's important to remember that uh, to not just look back at what was and see what we're missing, or to be so uh, enamored with what's coming in our, as, as things begin to hopefully open up, at least here in our province, to be looking ahead, that we miss what God is doing now. And the kind of what I want to talk to you this morning about is that God is a God of the now. He, that this is a season that no opportunity is wasted. No opportunity wasted. That we would be people of the now. Because God is in the now. He is not the God who was. Uh, he is the God of the now. He was and he is and he is to come. But he operates in the now. He moves. He's the great I am. Not the great I was or the great I will be, but the great I am. So wherever you're at in this season, don't be regretting what was. Don't be looking for what is. But even still, as things begin to open up, you might want to rush ahead. Can I just encourage you to engage in, in this, that no opportunity will be wasted? Because even still, there are opportunities in front of us. In all this disruption, there's been opportunity for us. There's been an opportunity for those of you with, with family in your home to pastor your family maybe in a way that you haven't been able to before because you've been uh, in this situation. Uh, for us personally, as, a, as Horizon Church, we had an opportunity that's been in front of us for a long time that we never seized to, seized to hold of. But the obstacle and the disruption of this pandemic brought an opportunity to go online with what you're experiencing right now, wherever you are. Literally every week, we have people in South America, we have people in Europe, we have people in Africa, we have people in Asia, we have people in Mexico, North America, all over the world are being a part of that. So wherever you are, thank you, but it was an obstacle that brought us into this opportunity. And it didn't happen by accident. It happened because of people like uh, Mark Hunt and Chris Murdy and Jacob Seward and Justin and, and uh, Matt and a whole group of people that 
in the middle of an obstacle, there was an opportunity. And, and so maybe just even say thank you to those that, that helped that obstacle become an opportunity. But all of us are experiencing that in different ways. We've had the op- an opportunity to continue to connect via Zoom and other means and FaceTime and different uh, uh, things like that. We have the opportunity for more of you to be engaged in caring for one another. I think it's between 20 and 30 different people who are calling uh, some of our shut-ins and our seniors on a regular basis, carrying the load of, of pastoring people. Um, there's more of you who, uh, there's the opportunity of people who would not enter a church to, but are now, because of this uh, obstacle of this pandemic, have the opportunity to slip in the back door. And if you're one of those and you're finding your way into Horizon Church, hey, you're welcome, wherever you are. We're, 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 we love that you're here. We've had the opportunity in the middle of this great obstacle to pour into our community through Dream Center, through uh, through Cloverdale Community Kitchen, through night, uh, night Shift Street Ministries, through Surrey Food Bank, through into our adopted schools. By the end of this week, it'll be nearly $25,000 that has gone right into our community. So incredible obstacle, but it's also been this wonderful opportunity to let our light shine before men and so that people will glorify our Father in heaven. Maybe you haven't seen your opportunity yet. You haven't realized it. All you're seeing is obstacle right now because of what you're currently experiencing or, or maybe some losses that you've experienced, whether financially or physically or emotionally. But can I encourage you to hang in there that no opportunity would be wasted. It is a now season in God right now. And the Bible is full of this word opportunity. Ephesians 5 and 16 says, make the most of every opportunity and listen to this, because the days are evil. It didn't say because the days are good, there's going to be an opportunity suddenly in front of you. But if we could shift our perspective to say in the middle of an evil day, in the middle of a dark time, in the middle of a difficult season, maybe personally, maybe in your marriage, maybe in your your business, wherever it would be, that it would be also an incredible season of opportunity for you. And so make the most of every opportunity that is in front of you, maybe that you're not even aware of, but that our hearts will be attuned to the possibility, to the opportunity in this season and as we move into the next season. Look at the next one, Colossians 4 and verse 5. Live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. This has been a season of opportunity to to talk to people about Jesus, to be boldly in, uh, sharing your faith, to be uh, stepping into new realms uh, as you share online and you talk about how God's been uh, and how he's moved in your life. In the middle of this, people are watching to see how do the people of God move. It's been an incredible obstacle, but it's also been an incredible opportunity. It's, and we cannot waste the opportunities in these difficult times. And even as you say, well, it's because uh, some of you are watching and it's still an incredible difficult time. If you're in South America, it's going crazy, the pandemic right now. Uh, if you're in Quebec or Ontario, it's still uh, rapidly accelerating. Uh, but wherever we are, make the most of your opportunity. Opportunity simply means a set of circumstances that makes it possible to do something. That's what disruption does. That's what obstacles do. It's a set of circumstances that makes, the, what it, makes it possible to do something. It speaks of movement. It speaks of opening. It speaks of 
possibility. It's, it speaks about opening into a new door that was previously closed to you. In an incredibly difficult time, in a dark time, in an evil time, if you will, uh, it's seemingly impossible to move, that God is still presenting opportunities to us and for us. As a, as a church, as individuals, as families, as mothers and fathers, as grandparents, whoever you are, wherever you are, that the obstacles in front of you would not determine you, but that you would begin to see, I'm going to make the most of my opportunity. I'm going to grab a hold of the opportunity that's in front of me with the help, excuse me, with the help of heaven. What opportunity could God be presenting to you in this season? I can remember there was a season when... Uh, I was probably, well, I was about 18, 19, uh, and I had a, a, a group of friends, and suddenly, I can remember it just a few feet from where I am, there was this young lady who was on the stage, and she, she was wearing a green dress, and suddenly, I saw someone who had been my friend, and I saw an opportunity that she could be more than my friend. And I seized the opportunity and began to pursue the, in the middle of the obstacle, because I'll tell you, there's some big obstacles if you knew me at 19 years old. Lots of zits, a little crazy little mustache, glasses, braces, the whole bit going on, lots of obstacles, but I saw an opportunity, and I asked Shanda out, and that day on December the 19th, 1989, and now 28 years later, uh, or 28 years, this July that we've been married. And that was an opportunity in front of me, despite the obstacles of who I am. And my son-in-law reminds me of, Shanda, what were you seeing in that man right there? But it was an obstacle, but it was also an opportunity. And the Word of God, that's just a fun example, because, you know, if I didn't seize that opportunity, Shanda might be married to some guy named Donald or Simba or Fred right now. I don't know, but she got me. That's good. The old prophet said, Isaiah in chapter 43 says this, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now, now it springs up. No opportunity wasted. Now it springs up. I am, or do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I love that word where it says, do you not perceive it? In other words, if you're not paying attention, you could miss the opportunity that God is presenting in front of you right now. No opportunity wasted. Because look what God can do. He makes a way in the wilderness. He's making a way through things that don't have a path right now. He's making a pathway and a roadway what seems impassable right now. And he's also causing streams to flow in the wasteland or in the desert. In other words, he can do the miraculous in this season. He can bring you through in a powerful way in this season. No opportunity wasted. No opportunity wasted. Pay attention to what God might be doing in the middle of an obstacle, in the middle of a difficult season. Make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And the one thing about an opportunity, it comes and then it seems to go. They're open for a while. They do not last forever. So you have to be ready to step through the opportunity. And that's what we've been trying to do for the last number of weeks is to prepare you in this season to step through the opportunity that God has for you in the next season. And a few weeks ago, Pastor Daniel introduced to us the parable of the sower out of Luke chapter uh, 8. It's all throughout the Gospels, but I'm going to be using out of Luke 8 this morning. Uh, and Daniel talked about 
the parable of the sower who went out sowing seeds and the seed landed on four different types of soil. The hard pathway where the seed was taken away. He talked about the stony uh, soil and you can look back online, horizonfam.ca, click on, I think it's listen and there's all these in the series are there and today we're going to look at the thorny soil and the good soil. Now sometimes we look at that and say, well I once was hard soil and I'm moving to uh, rocky soil and I hopefully will one day just be thorny soil and good soil. It's not a progression, it's actually different areas of our heart. Some areas we're doing really, really good in, in other areas there's some stones and it's not really uh, a lot of fruitfulness. And in other areas, we're just hard to what God would have for us. And so all of us bringing our entire heart to the Lord and say, God, begin to soften some uh, hard areas. Begin to remove some stones in some other areas. Begin to root out some uh, thorns in some other areas so that more and more I will be fruitful in every area of my life. Some people have a fatalistic view of their life that, that God's going to do everything. And, and the truth, there is truth to that, but taken too far, we can miss out on the fact that how we respond to what God is doing is incredibly important in the fruitfulness of your life. We cannot be fatalistic. We partner with God in all of this. God sows the seed, and the condition of our heart determines the fruitfulness of our life. God has been sowing seed, and every seed has potential in it. Every seed has a potential potential opportunity in it and they go into our heart and the seed itself goes into a season of isolation and God does some of his best work in seasons of isolation even right now some of you have been experiencing that because isolation can breed innovation and change no opportunity wasted in this season. Seed can go into a season of heat in the soil. It needs heat. It needs to be under that, the heat of the sun. And, and we have been in hot times, and God is continuing to work in the middle of this. The seed eventually, though, has to die. And, and then it slowly comes out, small and insignificant at first, but then it grows, and it grows. And the goal of what God's put in your life is that there will be a harvest through your life, and in your life. So the seed begins, but the condition of our heart, the isolation, the heat, the processing of God is intended to bring us forth with much fruit, with a lot of fruit, with an overflow of fruit. And God's seed is an opportunity. It's about enlarging your life. It's about stretching your thinking. It's about expanding your boundaries. It's about taking you into new areas of growth. It's about becoming more and more like Jesus. Every one of us have opportunities, opportunities to serve, opportunities to give, opportunities to love, opportunities to forgive other people, opportunities to be reconciled, opportunities to pastor your family, opportunities to be bold, opportunities to think big, opportunities to believe God for new things, that this is still a season of opportunity despite being obstacles. We want to become more and more like Jesus in the middle of this because Jesus was the one in 1 John 3, 8 says that Jesus was revealed to destroy the works of the devil. He did not just come to save people. He came to destroy the works of the devil. And Acts 10, 38 says that Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit and power. And he went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the, of the devil. He came to seek and save the lost. And then he says this about us. And Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, so am I sending you into the world. He's sending us to bring hope to the world, to bring forgiveness to the world, to bring healing to the world, to bring
bring God's presence into the world, to be influencers in every place, in every season. I was just talking about, with someone just a few moments ago about how important it is to leverage who we are, to influence our world for good and for God. That God would work in our life. Not, not, it's not just a salvation thing, but that we would influence our culture, that we would influence in the media world, that we would influence in the medical world, that we would influence in the educational world, that every place you go, you are influencing for good or for evil. It depends how, if you're allowing God to shape your life. But we are to be like Jesus in that world, bringing hope, bringing goodness, bringing healing into all these different places. But your response is your responsibility. How is the soil of your heart today? Today we're going to look at the thorny soil and finally we'll close out with the good soil. And we're act, or Acts, uh, in Luke chapter 18 and verse 14, we're going to pick it up. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. They grow, they look good for a little while, they might even grow up and see, but they never mature and produce the fruit that is intended in the, uh, of, of that seed. The thorns grow up. Weeds left unchecked will choke out the fruitfulness that God intends. You can even look good in this season. You can even have on the outside look like we have it all together, but we're realizing that perhaps we're not producing the fruit that God intends for our life. And there's areas in my life that I have to begin to allow God to root things out of my life. You see, the enemy, he can't stop you if you become a follower of Jesus. He can't, he can't rob your salvation from you, but he wants to rob your effectiveness in God. The enemy cannot steal your salvation from Jesus, but he will do everything to stop your transformation by Jesus. He does not want to see you transformed. He does not want to see you becoming all that God has called you to be. So he will work in the place that he can work, which is in your thinking. He will begin to try to shift your thinking. He'll be try to sow in. He'll fight to occupy the attention of your mind because he knows if he can control or influence how you think about yourself, how you think about God, how you think about your future, that he can cause you to be diverted and distracted and begin slowly to choke out your purpose, never realizing the maturity and the, the, the best that God has for your life. That's why the enemy does that. He wants to draw your attention away from the seed of the word and begin to focus on other things that causes weeds to grow up in your life. Did God say he'll start to throw? Did God really say that? Did God really promise to do that? Did God really give you an opportunity? No, there's just obstacles. There's just all these. And, and it identifies in there thorns or weeds of cares or anxiety issues, money issues, pleasure issues. A picture of our world right now, all has been disrupted. Anxiety and cares are just consuming so many of us. And money issues are right there. And pleasures and entertainment have been shifted in many places, gone in so many different ways. The first weed or the thorn of care things that concern you, but it comes from a root word meaning to divide or separate, to distract you, to separate your focus, to separate your mind away from what God has promised and what God's doing into what's going on around you. What's really occupying your mind today? What's been playing again and again? Has it been things like, did God really promise that? Or maybe it's like, you're just going to fall again. You're overlooked. Nobody really cares what you think anyway. 
Nobody has called you. You won't recover financially. Will you ever find someone for your life? Maybe you're a college student saying, I wonder if my future is going to be brighter or it's going to be more difficult. My marriage is too hard. I I think I'm going to give up. Maybe some are... All of us have those thoughts and our anxieties that are welling up and rolling around in us. What's been playing again and again? Then it talks about the thorn of riches, and you're like, Pastor, I want that thorn. I want it a lot, the thorn of money and riches. First uh, Timothy 6 and 10 says, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many Uh, with many griefs. It's not money in itself. It's not an amount thing. It's a heart thing. It's the love of money. We need people who have wealth without wealth having them. You can do that, and God's okay with that, but so often money comes in, and and it's not just that we have too much. Sometimes we're consumed because we feel like we don't have enough. Uh, Is money serving you, or are you serving money? And we get things that you can begin to see and gauge is, are you stingy, or are you a giver? Do you have excessive debt? Are you constantly comparing yourself and have a feeling of dissatisfaction all the time? Are you consumed with getting more and more, and, and you're working harder and harder, sacrificing time with your family and your friends so that you can get to some level in your mind. Then the other weed or the thorn is pleasure. That doesn't mean that God is against you uh, enjoying life. It's again about your heart. Does your pursuing of pleasure lead your life or do you lead it? Our recreation, good thing. Our entertainment, our sports, our activities, our sex life, none are bad in themselves, but it's easy to get where we pursue pleasure instead of pleasure refreshing us. Recreation becomes an end in itself. Endless entertainment at the expense of our God-given opportunity inside of us. Sex outside of God's boundaries. Addictions to food. Addictions to pornography. Addictions to alcohol and other drugs. Weeds steal. The weeds steal the life that is intended for the seed. They start slowly and they are suddenly overtaking everything. That's why the early church was commanded to be alert and not be ignorant of Satan's schemes. Peter commands, be sober and be watchful. I just want to show you something right here. Just, I'll be right back. One moment, maybe. These are, right, I just pulled them out of the ground, right out in front of our, our building right now. These are flowers that are growing there. They're, uh, Leah told me what they were, but they're from the onion family, and they're an ornamental flower right now. Somebody knows, they'll probably comment on there. But that's a beautiful flower. They're pulled out right there. Uh, there's probably a bulb or something in there. They will grow again. But there it is, beautiful flowers. But that's one. Grow, growing right beside it, is this. That is a thorn, a thistle. You can see it's got prickles on it, all kinds of things. You look at the size of that, growing right beside it was that there's those beautiful flowers. Here's this growing right beside it. The weed grows quicker, the weed grows bigger, the weed grows stronger and taller, and it overshadows the fruit and steals the fruit, and that could, maybe there's, that, those things would have been way, way bigger. Maybe there would have been a greater fruitfulness. But here this massive thing is growing, and that's kind of how, why we're told to 
Watch out for the thorns and the thistles in our heart because if you don't pay attention to it, suddenly it's overtaking so many areas of your life and stealing the fruitfulness of what God has for you. That's why things like Proverbs 4 and 23 says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of your life. There's another one in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. Take captive every thought and make it obedient to Jesus. Those both military-like words, guard, take captive. You must be vigilant. You must be ruthless with where you allow your thinking, what you allow into your heart, because if you don't, your obstacles, instead of moving you forward, will stop you in this moment. So let Jesus pull out by the root what has been stopping your fruit. Let Jesus pull out by the root what has been stopping your fruit. Don't delay. When I was young, we had a big garden because we had lots of kids, and uh, we had about almost an acre and a half and every day we had to weed. Uh, and if we went away sometimes for a few days and you'd come back, there'd be so many weeds. And I can remember my dad saying, don't let the weeds go to seed because they will suddenly scatter and grow even more um, invasive to the whole garden and it'll be a whole lot more work. So the sooner you go after the weeds, the better. But this is what some of us do. Instead of pulling it out by the roots, we, oh, I'm going to deal with it. I'll cut, I'll just, when it comes up, I'll deal with that issue. And then sometimes I'm dealing with that issue. And we think, but we never pull out the root. Some of us might even say, I'm, I've made a big headway and I've cut some of it off. So I'm going to move, Pastor. I'm doing better. Hey, that is better. But you've never dealt with the root that's driving the fruit of that thing. You've never done the work, but you can keep cutting. But until you pull it out by the root, the fruit of it, it will still steal your fruit. That root will steal your fruit. Watch for the weeds. Watch for the weeds. And watch over the seeds. Watch for the weeds. How do you watch for them? How do you address the weed of care? Psalm 55 and 22 says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. There is an action that you can do to keep your heart, to pull out weeds and to watch over your seeds. Cast your cares. Get things in order. Bring them your cares uh, by prayer. Bring them to the Lord and, and lay them on the Lord. You're not meant to carry it all alone. And sometimes the anxiety that's weighing you down is because you're not transferring it. And that word cast means to throw violently onto the Lord. Get rid of it. And if, you, if you're not a person of prayer, but you're more a person of worry, just talk about the same things, but talk about them to the Lord. God, I'm concerned about this. Lord, I'm worried about this. I don't know what to do about this. And begin to pour out your heart to the Lord and cast your cares on the Lord and pull out, let Jesus pull out that weed of care. And then the, the weed of the love of money, 1 Timothy and 6 and 17 and 18. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, but to put their hope in God. And then he says this, here's the action. Command them to be do good, to be rich in good deeds and be generous. If you want to root out the love of money, be a generous person. Be somebody who gives. Be somebody who orders their finances. Be somebody who says, I'm going to reorganize my priorities in this season. It's an opportunity. And if, and if debt has been exposed in you and is crippling you and choking you out, go to nomoredebts.org and see somebody and get the help you need. You can get free in this season and set yourself up to move forward financially. So do what you have to do to begin to go into a new season and let Jesus pull out by the roots what's been stopping your fruit. And the weed 
of pleasure. Psalm 139 and 24 says, see if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in a way everlasting. Begin to prayerfully consider consuming the pursuit of pleasure for pleasure's sake. Reevaluate our entertainment priorities. Reevaluate our recreation. Stop sexual things outside of God's boundaries. Uh, Take courage and tackle your addiction. Sign up for AA. Sign up for NA. See a counselor. Let Jesus pull out by the root what has been stopping and robbing your fruit. Don't be satisfied with just salvation. God is about the transformation of your life and transformation through your life. Like a plant that grows little by little, day by day, God is changing you. Jesus is growing you. Jesus is healing you. He's doing a work in you so that he can do a work through through you. So watch out for the weeds and now watch over the seeds. Luke 8 and 15 says, but the seed on good soil stands for those who with a noble and a good heart who hear the word, retain it or retain the word, and by persevering produce a crop. Hear the word. This is a season, a great opportunity to get into the Word of God in a fresh way. Don't, because God is about preparing you for what's coming. This season is preparation for the next season. So be a man or woman of the Word. Stop making excuses about, I don't have time. You got time. You will make time for the things that are important to you. Go on to version. Get a Bible app. Go join a group where they're just built around discussing and praying for one another, discussing the Word of God. Because the Word of God can transform your thinking. The Word of God is quick. The Word of God is powerful. The Word of God begins to reshape the way you think because there are areas in our hearts, every one of us, that are still hard. There are areas in our heart, every one of us, that have stones in them. There are areas in our heart, every one of us, that have thorns in them. Every one of us have areas in our heart that need the touch of heaven. And the Word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It reveals things. And God is always revealing things so that God God can be healing things. The second is to watch over it is to retain it. Hold fast onto it. Hang on to it. Pray the word of God out. Pray. Uh, there's more about, start to speak more about what God said than what your worries are saying. Be a person of the word. Let God transform you. Let his word begin to reframe you. Retain it. It means to hang on to it. Don't let it go. You think of a retainer that holds things in place in your mouth after you've had braces. The word of God, as you retain it, it will begin to reshape the way you think. And when as a man thinks in his heart, as a woman thinks, so are you. So let God begin to reshape and reform you and finally persevere in it. And that's what it is, I think, right now in this season. As things we've been going at this for two and a half months. Oh, I think this is a, a Sunday 11. And to, to be keep standing in what God has shown you. Keep believing for what he's revealed to you. No opportunity wasted. Don't hold back. Don't quit. Keep leaning in. Call it before you see it. Call things that are not as they, though they were. Let Jesus pull out by the root so you, can, so, you can, so you can stop robbing your fruit. Joshua 21 and 45. Not one of the Lord's good promises has failed. Everyone was fulfilled. The promise of God to you is still for you. He's not forgotten it. How is our heart responding to it? No opportunity wasted. Galatians 6 and 9 says this. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up, if we don't give up. So the seed can be there. 
You could have rooted out. But if you give up on what God's said to you, you will not see what God has for you. So let Jesus root out, pull out by the roots what's been stopping your fruit. Watch for those weeds. Watch over your seeds and see what God would do. And what would he do? We will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. No opportunity wasted. Make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. In this season, not just obstacles, but change, but transformation. Let's not look so far on what, uh, backward on what was that we miss what God is doing. Let's not be so wanting to rush ahead that we miss out what God's doing right now. No opportunity wasted. I want to close in a moment. But the first one person, I want to talk to three groups of people this morning uh, as we close. The first is, maybe you're never repented and given Jesus the leadership of your life. Because when you do, the seed of God begins to grow in you, and it begins to flow through you, like we've just discussed already. But you see, Craig, I just see my life is full of weeds. Every place that I've tried to move forward, it's been devastation. And I need something more than I'm currently experiencing. I need Jesus. And Jesus said this, it's as simple as this, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Seven little words, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. If you pray that from your heart, that God sees your heart, and the Bible says that you're translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, that you, you don't just have a, a, a new way of thinking, that you are transformed, and the transformation begins from the inside out and will begin to show up in your life. And if you're surrendering your life to Jesus in a moment, I'm going to ask you to put a one up on the, on the chat. Be brave and be bold. And the Bible talks about that, that the, today is the day of salvation. If you're sensing that it is your day, Take this moment and respond, in a, and we're going to give you an opportunity in a moment. Secondly, I want to talk to those that know there needs to be some weeds pulled out of their life. Do you need to invite the Holy Spirit to pull out some weeds that are choking your fruitfulness? If that's you, in a moment, you're going to put a two in the chat. Let Jesus pull out by the roots what's been stopping your fruit. And finally, three, you have an opportunity to persevere in the Word in this season. Maybe you've been doing well in many, many areas, but you've just been lagging and flagging and feeling at moments like, I just don't want any more of this. I want to give up. I just, I can't keep doing this the way it is. My life, maybe just the experience of how we're doing church, anything, could be many things. But the, what God has asked you to do, and, is, and I'm challenging you to do today, is to say, I'm going to stand and I'm going to persevere with the help of heaven. And in a moment, I'm just, so if, if that's you, if you're a one, just put a one on the screen, uh, on the chat, that you're, you're the one who's putting up and you're beginning to a relationship with Jesus right now. Or you're two and you're inviting Jesus to pull some weeds out of your life. You're saying, Jesus, have your way. I don't know what to do, Jesus, but you know what to do. Pull the weeds out of my life. Or maybe you're a three and you're saying, Pastor, pray for me to be strong in this season, to continue to persevere and stand in with the grace of God. And I'm going to pray now for those three groups of people. Lord Jesus, I thank you for people right now that are making decisions for you, that are saying, God, I want to pass from death to life. I need you to forgive my sins 
and heal my life. Re re forgive my sins and make me a part of your family. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. If that's you, put a one on the chat right now. Be brave, be bold. It'll only be a moment of celebration. It won't be a, no mockery or ridicule. But if you don't feel comfortable to do that, go to Horizon Fam and click on Connect and let us know that way. Secondly, if you, Lord, those that are recognizing their need to have something rooted out of their life, Lord, we just ask that you would do it in the way that they need to have it done. Lord, that you would help them to be brave and bold, to go see a counselor, to ask for prayer, to do whatever is necessary to see some weeds pulled out of their life, pulled out by the root so they, that it will stop robbing their fruit. And finally, Lord Jesus, those that are feeling like they just feel like they can hardly hang on. Lord, I'm asking right now, and Lord, and if, that, if that's you right now, put a three on the chat and just say, Pastor, right now I'm praying that you will do a deep work in my life. Help me to persevere. Strengthen me on my inner man. Holy Spirit, I invite you to empower me. Lord, right now where people are sitting in places of discouragement, are sitting in places of despair, Father, thank you that you're pulling out roots. Thank you that you're, you're implanting a fresh courage into, into lives. Lord, that we will come out of this season with no opportunity Wasted, but we will come forward into the and step into the next season, stepping into the opportunities that God has been preparing for us in the strong name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Take a moment, put a one, put a two, put a three. Let a, let someone know around you. And if you need prayer for any see any reason right now, go just simply send an email to prayer at horizonchurch.ca, and we will be, be love to pray for you. If you want to do uh, one of those videos that we saw at the beginning, be a part of that, uh, saying a wave from Horizon Fam. Email shanda at horizonchurch.ca. Family, we miss you. We love you. We'll be communicating over the next two or three weeks about a plan to return. But in the interim, please be praying for us, be praying for one another, and let's see what God would do with no opportunity wasted in this season. God bless you. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed this message from Horizon Church. To find your next step, visit horizonfam.ca. Have a great week.